discussing a true crime case, but first of all, we have Jasmine. Yeah, so I have a daily fun, weekly fun fact about carrots. So I don't know if you guys have heard of the myth where, well, not a myth, but like the saying that if you eat too many carrots, you actually turn orange. And I was like, wait, is this actually true? So I searched up online and it says you need to eat about 50 milligrams of um, carotenes, which is basically the stuff in carrots, which is like the orange stuff. And I was like, okay, so how much is that? So <laughs> it says I have to eat 10 carrots a day for a few weeks before I could like start to experience skin discoloration. That's a lot before, though. Before she transcends. Wow. I know, I used to eat like two a day because I was craving it. Damn. What, craving really? being orange like, or craving no, carrots? No, craving carrots. Oh, like, like, really no, like so much. <laughs> Two full carrots a day? Yeah, every time I came home, I like had like a snack. Baby carrots or? No, actual carrots. Okay, but if it, if it was like, wait. Baby, baby carrots are just carrots. Yeah, what do you mean they're not yeah. actual carrots? No, like yeah. the actual baby big carrots ones. Baby carrots aren't real. Those like the huge ones. Yeah. So 10 of those? Yeah, a day for a few weeks. Two of them? Yeah, because, yeah, because. They're so good with oh, um, like uh, hummus. hummus. Yes. Mm, yeah, and like yeah. some other sauce. Anyway, so I was like, wait, do people actually turn orange, like very orange, like tan? And so there's there's this actual skin condition thing called um, keratomenia. And I searched up and they kind of have like uh, discolored hands and feet. And they look like Cheeto hands, so <laughs> I don't really want to turn orange anymore. So you get Cheeto fingers? <laughs> so you want it to be orange so Yeah, warm? honestly. Okay. It's Cheeto And it's like permanent as well, so you kind of wash it off. permanent? Well, not, not permanent, but like, it takes a long time to like, yeah, yeah, tear it yeah. off. Mad. Sadly. Wow. It would have been cool, but I don't want my hands to look like they've been <laughs> dipped been in cool. Cheetos as well as my feet. That would have been cool to look <laughs> like a Cheeto. I don't know if those stink as well, though. That's a fun, fun fact. No, yeah, that, so like, don't, too, no, wait, don't eat too many carrots. Don't eat too healthy. Wait, do you, <laughs> don't too healthy. do you know there's like carrot disease? Carrot disease? The one you're talking about? Carrot yeah, mania. That. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, do you smell? Um, I don't know. Wait, let me check. I feel like I've heard that smell. Like carrot smell? Carotinemia. I feel like it smells like piss or something. Oh, it's just like the thing. Carotinemia just... Uh, discolor your hand, like skin. Oh, so this makes it more yellow and orange. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, on to the main topic of this podcast. Thank um, you, Jasmine. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. Thank you. So, we'll be talking about the, uh, forgive me if I butcher the pronunciation of, of this, but Tamam Shud case. We were forgiving. Shud? Shud? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or it's also you. known as the body on Somerton Beach, which is what I'm just going to refer to it as. So it happened in Australia in 1948. Uh, and as of right now, there's barely anything we know about this dude that was found. So I'll talk about the lead up to his death, which is basically the day before at like at in like the evening. Um this couple, John Lyons and his wife, were Give at the John Lyons? Exactly. John and Mr. Lyons. John and him? Mr. Lyons. <laughs> Mr. Mrs. Lyons. Oh. I don't know. I don't John know and his wife. John and his yeah. wife. Yeah. Woo! Woo! So they were at the beach, and they <laughs> noticed the this. Beach. <laughs> they noticed this, this serious. man. This is serious. This is serious. <laughs> this is serious. <laughs> Okay. This no man was lying down on the sand and he was wearing a suit and his head was leaning against like the seawall mm-hmm. and he had his legs outstretched, his feet were crossed and he just looked 
kind of relaxed, you know? And they saw him kind of put his hand up and then it kind of fell back down to the ground. And the couple were like, hey, he's probably drunk and he's probably trying to smoke a cigarette. And then he failed because he's too drunk, whatever, right? And they could see that his attire wasn't really fit for the beach. He was wearing a suit, he was wearing dress shoes. They were like- This is in the 1800s. <laughs> that and also, why are you wearing that to a beach? Like, mm-hmm. you don't wear a suit to the beach, come on. But they were like, okay, whatever. He's probably just a, like, whatever. And then another couple saw him half an hour later and they were like, yeah, he's still wearing that suit. It's weird, right? And they were like, okay, he isn't moving. He's probably asleep. You did not check a pulse? They didn't check. check. They didn't check. And so they were like, okay, whatever. He's probably just sleeping on the beach. Yeah, like as you do. John John came back out to the beach the next day. And... This motherfucker's still there. He was dead. (laughs) He was dead. Um, There was like a crowd of people surrounding the body. And they were like, that's a dead man. Oh. I mean, they're not... They called the police, everything. They took the body away. And then now, um, when they found the body, it was in the same position as it was the day before. But there was also a half-smoked cigarette on his collar, like, on, like, the collar of his suit. And it would be, like, people were, like, okay, probably fell out of his mouth when he died. And when it got taken for an autopsy, this is where it just kind of gets even more confusing. So at the hospital... The doctor put his time of death at around two in the morning. And the doctor was like, hey, he probably died of heart failure. However, there could be poisoning. He might've been poisoned. And so they were like, okay, so we need to find out how this happened. And in the, like, the pockets of his suit and stuff and in his pants, there were a few things. There was tickets to the beach. There was some chewing gum, some matches, two combs. And a, two combs. Why do you need two? He's fashionable. Yeah, Damn. sometimes people love to just comb that. Yeah, he's fashionable. And there was a pack of cigarettes, and it was a pack of army club cigarettes, but the cigarettes itself were a different brand. They're a more expensive Did they brand of cigarettes. Through the cigarette? That's a theory, actually. Oh. Dude. Oh my That's god. That's what people are thinking. Yeah, I thought Let's, I was thinking should that. Should we discuss the theories once we get the um, whole case? Yeah. So another thing is there was no form of identification on the man. Okay. He didn't have any ID. He didn't have any wallet, nothing to identify him. And keep in mind, this is 1948. So DNA stuff, DNA testing isn't a thing. <laughs> There's like no way that they can do that and for sure find out who this man is. Mm-hmm. And when they check the labels on his clothes, because they're like, oh, maybe we can find out where the clothes are from, maybe he has his name on it, whatever. All the tags were cut away. Someone cut away all of the labels <gasps> on his clothing. And one of one of the pants maybe one of the pants pockets had been repaired with orange thread that was like you couldn't find it anywhere. So that was something else that was weird. And that was just kind of the initial autopsy. So the next day they did like a proper one. And by then the police were already like, okay, we don't know who this man is. We've asked everywhere, we don't know who it is. And like the postmortem didn't really do anything to help them. So this is when we get to like, what was weird about his body. So, (laughs) So his liver had a lot of congested blood in it. 
which was another sign of poisoning. Um, his eyes, his pupils were smaller than normal and kind of unusually shaped. Drugs. And there was spit coming out of the side of his mouth. Oh. So it was kind of weird. Ew. And then they looked in his stomach and there was his last meal, which was, was his last meal. And oh there god. was his last <laughs> meal. A pasty. Oh my god. A pasty. King. Yeah. What, oh. Do they know what flavor pasty? Cornish Doesn't pasties. Say. Oh, but it was pasty. But it was beef. Probably beef of some sort. Beef and potato. I don't know. <laughs> Yum. And oh, there was more blood in there, which also suggested poisoning. However, there were no traces of poison in his blood or anywhere. There was what just the no fuck? poison in his body. So... When you look back to his behavior, the whole thing about like him raising his arm and like letting it fall back to his ground sounds like he got poisoned, right? And then he got hit with the or poison if, and he like, was dying on the beach. By the time he died, the, po- the poison no longer was in his bloodstream. That's, that's one of the things that's what I thought. that people yeah. thought. So the only theory that a lot of people arrive to is that he had ingested a poison that dissipated quickly after he died. And yeah. then it couldn't be traced. Mm. And there were a few poison names thrown around, but and like there were like two or three that were like it could have been this, but they could never actually pinpoint it. And it's hard to because you know it completely dissipates and there's no trace of it. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the fact that okay, this this dude is in his late forties and he was extremely like muscular. <laughs> Like he, oh, like muy musculoso. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. <laughs> so his calf muscles were really developed. Oh. And he had, he he had the legs of an day. athlete, as people said. And they said his toes were weirdly shaped. His, oh, like, his feet were wedge shaped. Oh, do you know this? You guys, like, do you have that's Egypt the man toes? Of my dreams. Do you? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Do you believe right? So they were like, okay, that's kind of weird. And then people were like, what would have caused his to make that kind of shape and people were saying he would have had to wear a lot of either pointed shoes or high-heeled shoes or something like that oh like um like you know chinese feet bounding like things like that and then someone said this if he's an athlete maybe he's a male ballerina he's a male (gasps) ballet dancer he has to wear the point shoes right so that would change his feet and it would explain why his legs are so muscular yeah so that's another that's one of the theories that a lot of people came up with so then they have like kind of the whole police investigation. This is where it kind of gets interesting as I mean it was already kind of interesting but like they took his fingerprints and they kind of sent it out everywhere across Australia and then they also sent it to a lot of other English speaking countries because this dude is white. So they're like, okay, we'll send it everywhere okay. and we'll oh, see what people say. And this case <laughs> attracted a lot of international attention because a lot of people were like, who is this man? You want to know who it is? So they sent it to the FBI. Mm-hmm. The FBI compared it to all the data that they had. Nothing came up. They sent it to Scotland Yard. And Obviously. were like, hey, do you have anything? Can you offer any insight? They were like, nothing. We don't have anything that matches him. Sorry, mate. Damn. So they still haven't identified him. A lot of people all over Adelaide were like, hey, I think I kind of recognize him. And they go over and see the body. And they're like, never mind. That's not him. And then this is, he died in December so by early january january 11th the police were like okay we have nothing so they were like well why didn't the attempt to look at any abandoned possessions luggage anything that might suggest that he came from somewhere else and that he came in for a trip to adelaide to like mm-hmm. go to the beach or whatever mm-hmm. so they checked 
every hotel, dry cleaner, lost property office, railway station everywhere. And the next day they did find a suitcase. They found a brown suitcase in one of the stations. And they were like, this probably belongs to him because it was left um, on November 30th. So it's likely that it might've been his. So they look in it and the contents in the case, not that much, not very interesting. However, there was the same orange thread that was used to repair his pants pocket. So they were like, that's probably him. Same thing with his clothes, no labels, all the labels have been cut off, ripped off the luggage. So someone is going through a lot of trouble to hide this dude's name. Mm-hmm. Or like, what if he just Warriors. did that? What if that was all him? Because you know when you like, I don't know about you, but I find labels. Tags itchy. on clothes yeah. itchy. I always cut but Why would off. you rip the label off of the outside of the luggage? Don't want it there. Annoys, annoys you. Mm. Maybe, but it was ripped off. And I mean, not everyone has their name on stuff either. Yeah. Oh my um, god. I don't have my name Just on mine. Just a thought. What if this was a suicide? I'll get to that. Suicide. I'll get to that. Suicide. So all the tags were missing on all the clothing inside, on the luggage, everything. However, three items of clothing did have a name. And it was like, <gasps> like bored on the inside. And it was Keen. K-E-A-N. Or T.Keen with an E at the end. Right? So they were like, okay, maybe this is a dude. They search it up. There's no record of any Keen or T-Keen. What? They're like, who is this dude? Why is this literally on his clothes? And then they're like, maybe someone put it there. Like someone put it there to throw people off. Maybe this is his stage name. (gasps) His stage name? Yo, T-Keen. T-Keen. So there was some other weird stuff. Um, There was a coat in it that used a kind of stitching that was unknown in Australia. And the tailor was like, I know what that is. That's American. And then they checked people who came in to Australia from America. Nothing. Um, so they bring in a professor of pathology from the University of Adelaide to look at the corpse again and examine the possessions. And this guy, he finds one piece of evidence that wasn't kind of like they, they hadn't got it before. And it was in like the, what's it called? Like the little waistband of his pants. It was in a secret pocket in oh. his pants. Oh. And it was a piece of paper and it said to mom shit. What? To what? To mom his, shit. His oh, name. Oh, his it's name. what oh. the case is called, right? Mm-hmm. It's not his name. Oh. They're like, what, what is this? And it was like in like a really like pretty font and everything. Damn. Calligraphy king. What a slut for typography. <laughs> it was a Persian phrase and it means it is ended. <gasps> Why you? I kind of hate that. That's just, that's really strange. That's, that's disturbing, right? Yes. Oh my Ew. god, it's kind of disturbing. So they're just like, kinda. they're like, okay, okay, okay. We're gonna put this out to the press, see what people recognize from it. And someone was like, yeah, 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 that's Persian. I know what it is. They phone the police, and they're like, you should get this book. This book of poetry. It's called the Rubaiyat of Omar Khayyam. It's Persian. It's a Persian poetry book, and it was written in the 12th century, and it had become popular in Australia during the war years after it was translated. Which war? That 1948. Oh, so yeah, Second World War. Um, So yeah, it became popular in the Second World War after it was translated by Edward Fitzgerald. Um, There are a lot of editions of the book and like they were looking through all of the editions to see which one matched that specific thing like that piece of paper because it came from a book 
like that book specifically, but they couldn't find anything. They couldn't find anything that matched that kind of typography. So they were like, okay. And that phrase, Tamam Shud, is normally the last words in that book. So people are like, hey, you take it at face value, you find a piece of paper that says it is ended in Persian. This man committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And then that was there. And the police had never classified the investigation as a murder. It, it had always just been like a missing person's case. So they were like, okay, this kind of stuff doesn't really bring us closer to who this dude is, right? So it's been so long that his body was decomposing. Yeah. And they were like, we need to bury this guy. Yeah. So they arranged to bury him, but they were like, he's the only piece of evidence we have. So they're like, okay. What so this is what we'll do. Him? They embalm him. Dude, you're so smart today. What if they mummified him? They they embalm him and they take a cast <laughs> of his head and torso. So you know they have all of that, and Damn. then they bury and seal him under concrete in a plot of dry land, so that if they ever need to dig him up again, it'll be really easy and nothing will have changed. Mm. So they do that, and. As Damn. late as 1978, which is, he died in 1948, that's 30 years. Oh, what? Oh my gosh. Jesus. People, someone left flowers at the grave, but they could never figure out who. What? That's they, so sketchy. They, they people would leave flowers at the grave. Because, like, oh. dude. Wait. Wait, people or this one person did in 1978? They never knew. Cause, like, no, no, like, it was throughout until, like, 1978. And then, then it stopped. stopped. Oh, they might die. Dude, it kind of been like, oh, I know this person. Or maybe just out of respect. Because exactly. then again, this was like worldwide. That's what I'm getting from how yeah, you described yeah. it, right? Yeah. Maybe they were just like, oh. A lot of people no following this If case. no one's going to mourn for him, I will. Yeah. Kind of yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the police are like, okay, we'll continue to look for the book. And we'll look for the right book where this, this piece of paper was taken out from. Because if we find out the owner of the book, that'll probably be, be him. So in July, which is eight months after the investigation begun, they actually got something. So on the 23rd of July, this guy walked into the detective office in Adelaide and said, hey, I have a copy of the book, but he had a kind of strange story as to how he got it. So in December, um, like the month where the guy died, just after they found the dead body, he had gone for a drive with his brother-in-law and in the car they drove near Somerton Beach. It was like few like hundred yards away from Somerton Beach. Wait, is Somerton the same place that he was found? Yes. Okay. Somerton Beach is where the dude was found. So they the brother-in-law found a copy of the book in the back seat of the car. But both of them assumed that the other owned the book. So the brother-in-law was like, that's probably my brother-in-law's. And then the other brother-in-law was like, that's the other guy's. Mm. So they were like, they both misunderstood each other. Had a little quarrel. And then they never talked about it. They just said, yeah, he probably owns that book. They just and then they never touched it. Head. Yeah, they just assumed. Mm. So it, was, it just kind of sat in the glove compartment. And then one day they saw about this case in the newspaper and how they were like, we're looking for this book. And they were like, hey... Don't you own that book? Neither of them owned the book. None of them had ever bought it. They never read it. Wow. It just it showed up in their backseat. Really? That's so they so were weird. like, yeah, okay, that's weird. I hate that. Exactly. And then they look at the book and the last page is torn out. 
Oh my god. And they're gosh. like, oh shit, we need to go to the police. So they go to the police and they hand it in. Wait, 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 who are these people? These just, just random two random people? men just random who guys. went to the beach. So, okay, so oh this. What year was god. this? 1948. Oh, so this was this, this no, this, same day. They found the book just after the body was discovered. Oh, okay. Oh. So when they went to the beach, so did the person who like like is um? Give me a second. Like okay, so is this classified as like a murder case? The police never classified it as a murder it's case. It's an unsolved. It's thing. unsolved right now. It began as a missing person. Yeah, for a very long time, it was just a missing person. And case. then okay, so like did the supposedly there was a person who did all this shit, right? Mm-hmm. Did they like watch these two people? Or was it just like, oh, just based off the opportunity, snatch. I'm going to put this in your fucking car and rip out the last few pages because fuck you. That's the thing, though. Or just like, oh, I've got to get rid of this. Oh, I'll just put it in this car. But that's the thing, though. If you were getting rid of it and you tore out the final page, how do you get it in that dude's waistband? Because the piece of paper was found in the waistband of his pants. Okay, I think maybe that person got the guy, right, and then took him somewhere... Did hit a shit, had a little shenanigans, and then brought him to the beach. Brought him to the beach, did all that, but then again, oh my fucking god, right? Who it's kind of interesting, who right? Is this guy, right? Like, exactly, why are you so important. Or, so, or like maybe <clears throat> it is a suicide, and he decides to put the if this is the end the book in his in, own in, pocket, and yeah. then put he put the book in that car. Yeah, so he like dropped it in on the way to the beach because he was yeah. by the beach anyway, and then like yeah, maybe just, yeah. Um, does does the poison work that fast? That's the thing, though. There were a few poison names thrown around, but they were kind of like weird poisons. I think there was one that was like from an African tribe of like a poisonous plant, and it's like, how the fuck do you even get that? So it's it was hard for people to be like, it was hard for people to be like, uh, how do you even get that poison? And it's still the forties. Like, exactly. You can't really branch out that much. So. Immediately, they're like, okay, okay, okay. We have the book now. So the sergeant there, Lionel Lean, fun name. <laughs> Lionel Lean. <laughs> he takes Pause a- for the fun name. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at the book, and this is getting into some real, <gasps> real. Like, I don't know. Like you would, you'd only hear about this in a movie. There was something etched on the cover of the book Maybe that you, you could like only etching. find if you looked like at a magnifying glass, right? <laughs> So, <laughs> it sounded like you said so edging. <laughs> so they find a few letters that's like in the cover of the book, and they also find a phone number. They well, find a phone number, and they find a bunch of letters, all in capital letters, and they're like, "It's a code. There's a code on this book, and there's a phone number." So they call the phone number. It's an unlisted phone number. <laughs> However, they they figure out that the phone number belongs to a young nurse who lived near the beach. And she was never publicly identified. Neither were the two men who brought in the book. Why are none of these people being identified? Why does no one know anyone? They knew who they were, but they never put it out in the public. Yeah, you've got so to keep, no one ever, you have to keep it. So no one ever figured oh, out who I these men were. Like no, 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 
Yeah. They're like, okay, we're interviewing so you, but you know what? Fuck off. We don't know. We don't. We don't want to know. I don't want your ID. I don't want your passport. I don't want to know anything. Don't even tell me your name. I don't care. So she's never been publicly identified, but she's only known to the public by her nickname, Justin. 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 J-E-S-T-Y-N. That's all shit covenant. Justin. That's a shit covenant. You got a chance to have a covenant. That's what you pick. Right. That's disgusting. I'm gonna be Justin. So they call her and she's like, hi. And they're like, did you give a copy of the the book to a man? And she kind of was like hesitant to admit it. Probably. And people were like, hey, it's probably because she was living with her then her soon to be husband at the time. And like it would kind of sound suspicious with like, yeah, in the war, I gave this man a book. And like it it sounds like, you know, you were kind of being a little like cheaty red sus you're so promiscuous <laughs> red sus red so sus. red sus red sus the nurse did say <laughs> yeah sus. Sus. during the war i gave a man a copy of the book and his name was alfred boxall 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 alfred boxall 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 so she gave the detectives that name oh, and they're like oh, oh is this the dude yeah. What, the guy that died? Is the guy that died. Mm-hmm. Is it Alfred Boxel? So they're like, hey, so if we finally identify the man, does he have a house here? Anything? So they find his home address, and they go to his house. Guess what? Alfred Boxel's still alive. <gasps> oh. He's just another man. Oh, crap. And he has his own copy of the book. Oh, my God, it's me. Oh, my God. Oh my it's God. okay, we'll cut this out. So he has his own copy of the book, the book that the nurse gave to him, the copy of the book that the nurse gave to him. And he's like, yeah, it's here. And it was completely intact. The final page was still there and everything. So they're like, okay, the book came from somewhere else. This is another dead end. Wait, thanks, Livio. Thank you. (laughs) So they questioned the nurse again. But I was kind of reading a bit about it, and they never really questioned the nurse, like, really, like, harshly. Mm -hmm. They were very gentle with how they questioned her. Why? Because she's a woman? I don't know. I don't know why they didn't question her very harshly. (laughs) Maybe she was a pretty woman. (laughs) Maybe they were simps. (laughs) They were simps for the nurse. And they're like, oh, uh, is this too much trouble for you? (laughs) Really sorry. (laughs) They all wanted to fuck the nurse. (laughs) So... She recalls that at some point she had come home to her house and her neighbors were like, some man has came by and called for you. And she was like, that could have been the unknown guy. And when they showed her the cast of the dead man's face, she got really scared. Like she went like oh. really pale. She seemed really like shocked and frightened. Well, like he, like she recognized. Him? She sounded really taken oh aback to the point of giving the appearance she seemed to like like she seemed about to faint. What the? So hell? she seemed to recognize the man, yet firmly denied that he was anyone she knew. So there's that. Why are you all whispering? Okay. Why yeah, because I'm like maybe he the. So, to mom's shadow, whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. maybe he is a predator. Maybe. And he hurt this woman, yeah. like rape or something like that. Wait, sorry. And then someone she knows was like, what the fuck, killed him. 
Tamam Shad is the dead guy. No, that's the phrase that was found on his. No one knows who this guy this is. is. He has that oh. name, but this is known as the Tamam Shad. So, like, oh. Shad case. So, I'm assuming, like, maybe he, like, hurt her. During the war? Something like that, yeah. Or maybe he's known for being a very, like, um, predator. Evil man or yeah. something. Maybe. Which explains her, like, reactions. You know how some, like, victims are like, oh my god, they're mm-hmm. shocked. There are a few, like, more surface level things, which is the two had an affair during the war while she was dating someone else. Maybe. Oh. And then didn't Ooh, want to talk about it yeah, because maybe. she's about to marry oh. the Wait, love so of her Al- life. this Alfred guy was the person who Alfred gave her Alfred is oh. someone else. It's not. Alfred, Alfred is yeah, just... But no, he Al- gave her the book. She gave him the book. She... During the war. What? During the war, oh, she was okay. like, I gave Alfred a copy of this book. But Alfred still has the book and is still alive. Where did she get this book? She's bought it. It was a popular book. Oh. Yeah, it's not like it, it, it's not, it's not like an unknown It wasn't book. rare. Like, you could find a lot of editions of it. Like, you could just what, find so it anywhere. So what is Alfred doing? Alfred is just living it's his just life. Alfred's guy, just being Alfred. it's not the guy who died. How no. do they know? Because, Al- no, because they, they he, so what they thought was, oh, it may be, if she gave this Alfred guy the book, maybe the dead guy's Alfred, but then that was disproven when the fact that the real Alfred is still alive. Yeah, and he still has the book and the final page is still in there and everything. Like, it's just a like normal copy of the book. Yeah, um, It's unrelated. So that was just another dead end. So then they go back to the book that was Why given... mouth agape? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> so then they go back to the book that was found in the backseat of the car. Mm-hmm. And you know how there was the code on it? So like, okay. We need to figure out what the code means. So you could find five lines of letters with the second one was crossed out. And so they were like, okay, it's a kind of code. And breaking a code from like that's such a small fragment of text was really difficult. But, you know, they tried their best. They sent it to naval intelligence, the best like code breakers in Australia, whatever. They even like code breakers they they put it out in like they, <laughs> people who love puzzles <laughs> i don't know um they also sent it out to the public they're like you can try and crack it if you want there was a lot of like amateur people who were like let's give it a go oh my god then f- dickheads who like come up with all these theories and shit. <laughs> oh my god so they <laughs> nothing came of like sending it out to the public and the navy (laughs) naval Mm -hmm. intelligence sent back a message that literally just said it's too hard to crack we can't do it they basically said that oh my god what a bunch of posers (laughs) (laughs) you're faking a fraud this is where it kind of ends like back then there's nothing else we know about the man right now there's nothing we don't know anything else about him that's it right now yeah actually but then so, you got all the theories. It did take like years. Exactly. That's what we're gonna go to it's now. Theory time. Theory time. Theory. Yeah, so the case was kind of just set aside. It's a cold case, unsolved, and it, as of like recently, it's begun to gain some like new interest. Oh my People god. People are like, yes, oh this is an interesting case. Let's think of some theories. So <laughs> some have said that Justin did in fact know the unknown dude. Oh, Justin. The nurse, Justin. Mm-hmm. And that they had had an affair in the war. Oh my god! And, and then, then someone, some guy on the internet, saw a picture of Justin's child, and they said it kind of looks really looks similar like to the dead man. I haven't seen any pictures of this. I tried to find it, but I couldn't. 
But that's what a few people say. Now this one, this one, this one's kind of fun and it kind of makes sense if you think about everything. Maybe this dude was a spy. <gasps> and it sounds kind of childish, but like you think about it, the poison, the book, everything. <gasps> Did he, oh, did he have a cyanide tooth? <laughs> oh my god. So, due to the circumstances and the historical context of his death, so two sites <gasps> close to Adelaide were oh. of interest to spies. There was a radium hill uranium mine, and radium there was hill a uranium test range. mine? Damn. Radium, hell yeah. Radium, radium hill, hill is where it was, but it was the slips of the mine. tongue. Oh, god damn. Shit. So, and there was called the Woomera Test Range and it was a military research facility. Shut up. And (laughs) (laughs) okay. So people are saying okay, this dude's death also coincided with a reorganization of Australian security agencies because the following year the Australian Security Intelligence Organization was founded. Um and this would then be followed down by a crackdown on Soviet espionage in Australia. <gasps> so maybe this dude oh. was a Soviet spy. <gasps> oh, and gee. there's that. So that's another theory, is that this dude was a spy. And that he got poisoned by someone. Um, and there, people were like, are there any related cases? Did they ever send this? Because you, you mentioned earlier that he se- they sent this I don't know if they sent it to Russia. To other English-speaking no countries. Because he's white. But what about all the countries where they don't speak English? <laughs> I actually don't know. I know that they send it to the US and the UK, and that's pretty much about it. They send it to, like, the major, like, FBI Scotland Yard things. They like should that. probably oh, okay. send it to other countries, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> this, I mean, it would have been hard to send it to the Soviet Union, because... No, it wouldn't. Cold War. No, it wouldn't. Um, so, there were a few related cases. There were similar cases. This guy died in australia with the copy of the poems open on his chest like the same book bro there's something about these poems maybe (laughs) he got so bored so yeah maybe he died exactly exactly so he was a jewish immigrant (laughs) he was a jewish immigrant from singapore oh no it's and hang on (laughs) say that again the, this this guy from a related case he basically oh. he died with a, a copy of the book open on his chest oh, okay. and he's a Jewish immigrant from Singapore and the copy of the book that he had was a seventh edition, uh, a book. It, it was published in London by Methuen, and they're like, okay, we'll inquire like with the publisher and things like that. Libraries everywhere, however. There was something weird because the book said it was a seventh edition, but Methuen had only ever published five editions. So how did this dude get a seventh edition? Um, On the secret club. Which which means that his book was basically as non-existent as the unknown man's book because they'd never found the book that the unknown man's piece of paper was from. So they said, what if it was code stuff, stuff that they used to write code? Like they would send each other codes using non-existent books. But to anyone looking in from the outside, it would be like, hey, that's just a normal book of poetry. So there's that. Personally, I don't think it's very likely that 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 was like code. That sounds fucking stupid. Um, However, a few people recently did look back through the case 
in the case files, people who had access. And there was a piece of evidence that was neglected, like they never talked about it. And it was a statement from a witness on the beach. And they said that they saw a man carrying another man on his shoulder. What the fuck? How are you just going neglect shit like that? Near the water's edge, but he couldn't remember what either of them looked like. How can you just miss that? And it was near where the unknown man's body was found. What the How hell? do you... How... You hear this mm. a lot, though, in cases, like, pieces of evidence that seem you know, that so good that you could go down that path. Exactly. But they completely just... D- ignore it. They decide to just put it away, yeah. and they're like, is yeah, whatever. Is there a reason why they ignore that? Because, like, how do you miss that? I don't that's know. I don't know. But the thing is, at the time, the dude who saw it was like, that's probably just a man carrying his drunk friend. This dude what? got really drunk it's on the beach. It's Australia, it's not surprised. Well, and you got the really beach, the beach, baby. Right. And you're carrying him back to his hotel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, obviously, now, when you look back at it, it raises a lot of questions. Was this dude, was the dude on his shoulder, the unknown man, and was the guy that was carrying him his murderer? You know, poisoned him, did whatever, dropped him off at the beach. Um... There's that, there's that as a theory, and then there is, they only ever, they can never find the book, specifically. Um, And, yeah, that's pretty much it. There's, like, nothing else that we know about it. There's no real closure to this case, because there's nothing to go off of. Let's go around the room. What does everyone think happened? Um, I don't know, but I have a feeling... I feel, I feel like, like that spy theory is very plausible, though. I get yeah, a lot very, of very, that like, it's a suicide, though. I don't know why. It's like... That he committed suicide? Yeah, yeah but then... Like, it could have just all been him. Yeah, but then... You know? If it was your own suicide, why would you go through all of that? Yeah. You know? Because most people, right. normally, they just put, like, a like a note, a suicide note. Maybe he's just dramatic. <laughs> yeah. I know, but, like... Because he is so a theater major. No, I feel like I that's way so. too much. Yeah. Unless he wants to make his, like, death really entertaining. Yeah, he's papers. Oh, people who want to die with a legacy? Fucking Hamlet? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? Like, they have nothing good going on for them, so they want to go out with, like, theatrics, fire, baby. Why why would you go out like that, though? Theatrics, baby. You can find other theatrical ways of dying. Well, you know what? Some people are just creative. Fair enough. And some people just really like certain books. Okay. Yeah. No. I don't know. I feel like I feel like there should have been more like um pressure on Harsh Justin. Exactly. Right? Cuz yeah. I feel like Justin They needed to no, find out Miss Nurse. She knows so much shit Absolutely. and she's yeah. probably fucking and she's dead, already dead right dead. now. Yeah. She's dead. Yeah. She's dead. Riddle so is Alfred Box. They're all dead. Did, oh my I, did God. Justin live in Australia? Yes. Maybe she was the one with the flowers. Maybe. <gasps> She did oh. live near the beach. Oh, maybe she was the one with the flowers. Maybe. Because um, maybe she felt guilty for her part in this. Yeah. So Damn. she's like, oh, and I'll put the flowers to make up for it, even though it's not really doing much. But <laughs> you know how, like, people, when they're in that kind of space, they'll kind of do stuff like that because they think it makes them feel better. Yeah. But it doesn't really then, like, contribute to much because then you're still, like, hiding she information. Really, what if she was Yeah, a spy? but maybe she couldn't maybe. get it, she couldn't get it out. What if she was a Soviet because spy, too, or a Soviet her nurse? Her reaction to, the, to this guy but was really, they, like, visceral. Did she have any yeah. other belongings or anything you know what? that they investigated? Oh, my God. They never investigated much about her. You know what just made me they sad? Should've. Thinking that this guy is still fucking embalmed and never got a proper, like, burial. 
Yeah. Holy oh, shit. Wait, no, ew. Is it still in the fucking ground? I have no idea. Oh, well. Like, <laughs> so, like that. Cemented, embalmed. Oh, Maybe. Uh, that is... Uh. <laughs> no, because, like, you know, he's probably still, like, intact and shit underneath. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. And then, like, yeah. Oh, um, I mean, I guess if you go with the spy theory, it's been like spy theory is so. very plausible. That's yeah. the thing, though. It's, it years. also explains oh his body. And how the, he was so fucking mm. like fit as a man in his late forties. Yeah, but then yeah. also the idea of him being a male ballerina, kind of fun, right? Okay. Okay. But then, yeah, it does kind of fit with the spy uh, no, theory but that he's like. If he's a ballerina, build. he would have done shows and shit. They're not exactly. into that anymore. Oh no, it was just like a theory that was thrown about they were like maybe he's just a ballet dancer and then they oh, never, like, if he was a male ballerina no. that means you're like surrounded by so many people someone must have recognized someone would have recognized him, him, but no, him, but one, no did. one did there's that but then there's also like photos and stuff like and that. also yeah. it was the yeah. 40s again forensics it's not there there's yeah. like barely any forensic stuff they can't do any dna testing mm. it just doesn't exist i'm just so mad that they didn't take their time and pressure miss nurse because they all wanted to like fuck her or something yeah, yeah. i don't know dude yeah literally in the, in the stuff that i read i read one like like storyline of this thing i think it's by like smithsonian magazine and they were like yeah they only ever like really gently interrogated her what the hell gently yeah even though what? Clearly, she's a woman they killed like, i have no idea i have no idea why they did it. something I have no she's idea. so sketchy right exactly. so she sketchy like yeah it's kind of wild Oh my god. But that's pretty much it. That's all that's known about it. Those are some fun theories. I think the spy theory is kind of plausible the yeah. more you think about it. Yeah. Especially like the whole like you don't know who they are and usually mm-hmm. like those spies they don't have like any identification. Yeah. They, yeah. Just try to that would explain really well. maybe he did do it himself. He cut they off all the labels and he put someone surgery. else's name on there mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. if anyone ever found him no one would be able to figure out who yeah. he is. Yeah. Goddamn. I God. Like what if it was like an actual like one person who was like this guy wronged me maybe. i'm gonna kill him <laughs> maybe. maybe maybe you know so know. it leads me to think who the fuck is this guy what did he do he what was his life people. story i think yeah. there's definitely some sort of secret club though with the whole secret book. Book. club yeah with the book yeah, yeah. Breakfast club. there's Breakfast something off with club. the book yeah, it's like, with that book. I would that's killing I people. say the most likely way he died is probably with his cigarettes. Yes, yeah, someone probably spiked the tobacco. But then also, when you look at his, um, I thought about that. Yeah. yeah, but when you look at all the stuff that's inside his body, he ingested quite a bit of like shit, you know. So like, I mean, all maybe he, he was really chain smoking. Was he? <laughs> Did they ever look into his lungs? I have no idea. I couldn't find anything on it. I know that he had like he. He had a really big spleen. Oh. That's all oh. I know about it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, fucking yeah, man. Big spleen, big spleen. <laughs> he had a really big Go. spleen, and his liver was like bloated as hell with blood, which people were like, "Yeah, this dude was poisoned, probably." And then like the blood in his stomach suggested poison as well, but there was no poison in his body. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Like, like no. I don't know. There's just so many unknowns about. Oh, maybe it's like an unknown poison. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. And yeah. they never figured out the code either on the book. Yeah. Not the they code didn't figure breakers. out a lot of stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can find 
that picture of the code. It, I think it's just like, it's literally just a bunch of letters. Ooh. And people are like, oh, what if it corresponds to like things in the book? But there's I don't know how code breakers do it. Like, first they have to understand what this language is it, it's in. This yeah. is who we look like. And then they have to like correlate everything to a specific thing. Damn. That's a picture of him at the mortuary that they took. Oh. Um, and then that was his belongings. That suitcase that they found. Was that red? Oh, is that his? Color? They found a knife. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really? like a table knife. Oh. Um, and then the that's the piece of paper shirt? that was in his pocket, uh, or like in like the waistband. Um, and then that's the copy that someone said that he had. Oh. But like no one ever found it. That's weird how like there's no cop they no one has ever found another copy of it. And that's the code. Also like Wow. I never found anything though. Never cracked it. So like do we all agree like this guy was like moved to the secondary location? Absolutely. The beach. That is such high risk. Someone the beach. must have fucking saw him. Yeah. You can't just what the fuck? But the thing is, right? They said that the people who saw him the night before saw him alive. He put his hand up. Like, yeah, exactly. Like how? Invisible string moved it up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, because like... From a god. That's why someone said it was the point he's taking puppet. effect. Yeah, and maybe... he couldn't move anymore. Maybe his, like, muscle spasm just went up. Oh, what? That's so freaky. No, because sometimes that does happen. Yeah. yeah, but that's so freaky. Like, um... What at, if it was rigor mortis? Rigor mortis? I don't think that happens. <laughs> make your hand go all the way up. Right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, there's so many unknowns to this case. And that's why it was pretty interesting when I was reading about it. God damn. But yeah. Maybe they can open it up again, investigate it more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still kind of open. Is yeah. It? Yeah. I mean, like, you have everything that's basically known. If only Justin was still alive. Yeah. Justin. I wish. Something. DNA She's test, find out what country he's from. <laughs> <laughs> 23 so, and me. Could <laughs> you 23 and, and him? Has his still 23 and him? Can I you know, tell <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me neither. My dad's suspicious of it too. Um, what? Are you one of those people that thinks that they're taking our DNA so they can clone us in the future? So yes, we can be the lizard people? I wholeheartedly no. believe that they're going to create a whole army of clones <laughs> oh to take over God. us in the future. God. <laughs> oh. Um, wow. So, yeah, that's the case. And we'll probably end it here. So thank you guys for listening and we'll be back next week. You can follow us on Instagram at dot dot corner underscore podcast. Wow, she hasn't memorized. She hasn't memorized on her phone. Anyway, um, that's it for this week. And we hope to see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.